Linda Pinizzato. She's not your typical realtor. She's your real estate counselor, teacher, and advisor. Whether it's a house, townhome, or condo, when you're ready, she's your negotiator. With 34 years of experience, Linda guarantees that you have the real estate knowledge you need to make the right decisions. Call Linda Pinizzato at Sutton Group Quantum Realty, 416-561-7373, or visit her at lindapinizzato.com. Hello there, you're listening to Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert. You know, we talk about different issues that are happening within condominiums and, uh, you know, trying to give some information awareness and a lot of condominium owners, uh, they... They purchase into condos, but many times they really don't understand the full extent of how the operations go on and different things that could happen. And many times, you know, it ends up being a situation where you almost have to experience it to kind of know it. So today we uh, we have a condo owner on the line. Camilla, I'd like to welcome you to the Condo Expert. Awesome. Thank you so much, Linda. I'm really glad to be here with you and all of the listeners. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining us. We needed to chat about maintenance fees because I know that you've had an increase in maintenance fees since the time that you've moved in. Oh, my goodness. It seems like it's like never ending. Yeah, absolutely. I'm always shocked by the percentage. We just get an envelope. It's not even delivered to our mailbox. They just slip it underneath our front door. And then there's this letter telling us like our... uh, her fees have gone up 7% and that, you know, it will be reflected in the next uh, payment. Well, you know, generally speaking, when they're doing their budgets, I mean, you know, the cost of living nowadays in most condominiums, you know, depending on how their operating budget is and what the contracts they are, most of them should be two to three, you know, maybe 4%. When you start getting higher in the numbers and you're bumping up at 7%, then you got to wonder, like, what caused it to go up that much higher? Like, is it a contract? Uh, Did they have to pay something that they weren't budgeted for? Do you oh, receive any yeah. kind of cover letter that explains why the increase as opposed to this is your increase? Like we understand that they give out, you know, yeah. a reduced portion of the operating budget to show, you know, what it's going to be. It's like a one pager or they yeah. may just tell you what it is. But they do they actually explain where that came from, which um, contract it was or, or like something? Uh, this is what I, I have. This was my experience is that there is a... Uh, there's a mention that if you want to see the full operating budget, that you can go to the management properties office to review it. So they basically just give you the increase and then they put it in your hands, hoping that nobody will really even bother and that most people will forget about it <laughs> okay, so by the time the AGM comes. Yeah. Well, exactly. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Well, yeah. generally speaking, I mean, in most condominiums that we've heard of, that they, they have a, a, a one-pager just to give you the overall view. They don't break it down like they would in the annual general meeting package. Sure, yeah. But at least they give you something. I don't recall having seen Nothing a uh, one-page breakdown. Uh-uh. So that's actually a common thing than I would imagine with other buildings as well. People are just being told that this is what the increase is, and that's it. Now, yeah. are you finding that it hits your budget pretty heavy? Because, I mean, today's oh, yeah. interest rate in mortgages is actually pretty good. It's, but it's the maintenance fees that are kicking uh, values out of whack. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was. Uh, this is a dog-friendly community, as I was saying. and I was over at the the small dog park that we have, and um, there was a woman who was just, 
who I bumped into and we started talking and, and she just seemed kind of upset and she just launched into her story that she had lived in this community for close to seven years, loves it, but finally her increase in maintenance fee has gone up so high that she can't afford to stay. Well, you know, that seems to be a common issue um, yeah. because I know that even still, like say, for instance, I'll, I'll give you one item that will just blow you off your chair is, is uh, buildings that are literally worth $190,000 a unit. And meanwhile, their maintenance fees are $600 a month. These poor buildings, they just can't recover. Like I know that yours yeah. is not that bad, no. uh, mm-hmm. like as much as that, but it still is creeping up yeah. and uh, uh, creeping up more so than where the value is. But some of the buildings are just... Nobody has a way to be able to stop it or at least get an explanation as to why. And I think that's the problem. I don't think there is any stopping it. Not really. Not if it's going to continue. <laughs> if you have 7% seven, 7 one year and the following year 7 again 7 or 8 or 10. Seven, I mean, like, It's like 6 to 7% every year since we've been here. Really? Yeah. yeah. No. They're really... You know, to be quite honest with you, I'm actually the president of a board of directors, and uh, on an average, we go up about two and a half to two point nine percent. We try to keep it under three every year, and it basically is mm. only to cover the cost of inflation. That's it. The rest right. of the budget is all within line of uh, you know any of the costs that are coming in, and on top of it, we actually have a surplus as well that we keep for any kind of emergency situations where we yeah. don't have funding yeah. and we don't have to push a special assessment forward to owners because special assessments aren't a good idea either. If you can, yeah. if boards can seriously uh, not put that through, would be a very smart thing to do. You know, yeah. even if they have to wait maybe to exercise into maybe a reserve fund for extra funding if they need it, at all costs they should try to avoid doing any of that kind of a thing. But again, you know, if a board decides that that's what they want to do, you as a condo owner, if you decide tomorrow that you don't want this board spending those mon- the money that they're spending on contracts that reflects the 7% increase, what are you going to do? Well, we have a board that likes to spend. So we've just had all of the hallways and the lobby completely updated with new carpeting, new wallpaper, new tiles. The elevators were cl- completely redone. So that was a pretty expensive investment. So did they did they actually inform the owners that they're going to be doing this? This type of, by the way, that type of renovation is actually a renovation that would be timed with the reserve fund? Yes, okay. So what happens is a reserve fund study is done on the building. And at a certain time, the engineer who did the reserve fund study will state as of, say, June 2013, Mm -hmm. now the board can exercise their right to X amount of dollars that would be used for refurbishment. And the refurbishment would be in the common element area. But generally speaking, many boards should really let their owners know that the timing of the reserve fund has come forward for this refurbishment. And that's where the funds are coming from. And actually give them an idea of what type of changes are going to be made. So they didn't send out any notices. They just went ahead and did it themselves. See, it's interesting. I don't I see. Like we were, we just came in 2010, so I don't know if that information was passed out before we moved into this building. Because the choices we had was between a brown and neutral color scheme, or doing something more dynamic and contrasting, like black, white, and red color scheme. Like that was that was our choice. Like <laughs> which 
which decor did we like better, you know? Right. Oh, I <laughs> and see. And we got okay. a cast to vote about that. Okay. So they just, they, they literally put that out. And then again, I mean, you run into a case as to whether or not if they were more siding with the different color, maybe did they actually make the choice or did the owners actually make the choice? You really have to put a lot of trust into the board of directors. I know. And I know. it's hard well, to do that when you've yeah. got all these conflicting things going on all the yeah. time. Yes, I mean, like, uh, another expensive purchase that was made was a speed door to our underground parking lot, and so they had, they spent thousands on this speed door, and it has been broken almost, I mean, ever since it's been installed. Really? I'm not exactly sure what kind of a door that is. (laughs) Is Uh, It's like, uh, instead of, like, a traditional roll-up, like, like, you'll see, like, the metal uh, roll-up doors this one the speed door is actually this really light like almost looks like a an expensive kind of tarp uh, oh really yes, yes and then the bottom of it's rubber cushioned that and it's fast this is good but it's also fast to come down so there's no way to really understand if your key fob caused that door to stay up if that makes sense. So yeah, you, totally. You, I totally, You use your yes. key fob to yes. have the door go up. But let's say the guy in front of you went in and you thought you had enough time to make it right. uh, underneath the door. Well, I guess a couple people were driving underneath and the door came down. So then they got into a dispute with the installers of it for not installing sensors on a both sensor. sides of the speed door which was causing it to break constantly. Now, I don't know what the new reason is for why, you know, we bought this really expensive speed door, and it it has been out of service for the last, like, three or four months. Well, it sounds very expensive. It sounds downright dangerous, and it also sounds like it could actually uh, put the liability issues of the corporation on on the line. So I think your board should probably go back to the drawing board and see whether this was a smart decision. Yeah, but were we part of making a decision? No, that's the problem. Yeah, just like the security cams that I had talked earlier to you about, like, we were never given a choice to install more of these security cameras. The security camera installations aren't cheap. I know. No, well, this is it. So all of these points, you know, I really appreciate you coming on the show today because I think that it will really give the listeners uh I think that they'll really relate to a lot of the comments that you made. And, you know, we would like to open communication with a lot of condo owners out there. And I welcome you to email me at linda at lindapinazzato, P-I-N-I-Z-Z-O-T-T-O dot com. And I have to thank you because it's been such a joy just talking about everything that's been going on and uh you know it's in one side you've got fantastic memories of uh you know of what you purchased and all the amenities and the reasons why you were there but on the other side unfortunately it sounds like it's almost been clouded just because of the operations of the building and the decisions of the board and the property managers it is it is such a crazy dynamic and there's just a wonderful uh, space for improvement in the future. I'm, I'm optimistic about it, but a bit negative about where things are now. <laughs> well, well, you know what? On behalf of the Condo Owners Association, we're trying our best to make some positive changes so that, uh, you know, moving forward, we get these uh, types of things addressed so that uh, it doesn't continue for the future. Fantastic. So best, needed. <laughs> best of luck. Thank you again. Best of luck to you and your family and your little ones. And, yes, thank uh, you so much. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you coming on the show today. Absolutely. Thanks again. Thank you. All the best. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. 
Linda Pinizzato. She's not your typical realtor. She's your real estate counselor, teacher, and advisor. Whether it's a house, townhome, or condo, when you're ready, she's your negotiator. With 34 years of experience, Linda guarantees that you have the real estate knowledge you need to make the right decisions. Call Linda Pinizzato at Sutton Group Quantum Realty, 416-561-7373, or visit her at lindapinizzato.com.
Linda Pinizzato. She's not your typical realtor. She's your real estate counselor, teacher, and advisor. Whether it's a house, townhome, or condo, when you're ready, she's your negotiator. With 34 years of experience, Linda guarantees that you have the real estate knowledge you need to make the right decisions. Call Linda Pinizzato at Sutton Group Quantum Realty, 416-561-7373, or visit her at lindapinizzato.com.